You're listening to Podcast PXN, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. Let's do this. What's up, guys? Welcome to Podcast PXN, episode 51. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Prindle, a.k.a. Dan is DTM on Twitter, and I'm joined over Discord by the pride of PlayStation, Sean Babiak, and the Nintendo aficionado, Roro. Guys, we are starting with the next-gen news, finally. Wait. Nintendo Switch 2 was announced? Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, sadly. Uh, damn. Uh, just, I guess, uh, so what next gen news are you talking about? I, I don't, like, PlayStation didn't say anything, so. Oh, we, we, will, we will get into that one, Roro. <laughs> we will get yes. into that one. Uh, just uh, as a quick shout-out, guys, we're still giving away T-shirts, uh, Podcast PXN T-shirts, to anyone who participates in the live YouTube chat for our episode 50 celebration that we're still doing uh so drop a comment in there and we will definitely get you entered for a a t-shirt from us so thank you to everyone watching us live and participating in the chat just as a reminder we are live each and every wednesday at 8 p.m eastern time on youtube just search podcast pxn and you will find us on there the topic of the show this week as we alluded to is all the news on xbox series s and x including pricing pre-order info and more but first, the show always starts with the PXN News of the Week, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Uh, All right, this is the part where Daniel no longer has to talk. Roro. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty so. much. Have, have fun, Daniel. Yeah, so this is uh, we're, we're going to start this off with the uh, Nintendo Mario news that they dropped last late last week, so we have a ton of Nintendo news here. Uh, we'll kind of lead it off here with uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury is coming to Switch on the greatest day in the entire year, February 12th. Ah, shit. My birthday. I forgot that's your birthday. Yes. <laughs> so, Happy birthday. Thank you. On February 12th. <laughs> uh, so I'm, a, I'm not exactly sure. What's the Bowser's Fury aspect of this? I played Super Mario 3D World on the Wii U, but like, what, what are they adding with this? We don't know. Oh. Yeah. We just know it's Probably a just... DLC. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we got that trailer with the creepy like cat statues yeah. um, and everything like that, like in the rocks and very mysterious, but we have no indication of what this is. Um... <laughs> I mean, spoilers for the end of Mario 3D World, but, you know, Mario wins. Shocking. Mario <laughs> um, wins? So who knows what Bowser's Fury involves at this point. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited to play this. Me and my sister have, like, when we, played, when we had the Wii U, played countless hours of this game multiplayer. It is so fun to play with friends and, obviously, by yourself, but it's, it's a great Mario game. So I'm super happy that it's coming to... The Switch, I remember last week we were talking about what else do they have to port over, and this was one of the games. Yeah. So I'm really happy that uh, it's coming. Yeah. Is I this agree. it now? Like, this was the last game yeah. that I could think of <laughs> that needed ported. Like, that, that, I guess Wind Waker. But again, that's a port of a port. Like, yeah. I think this is the last Wii U game. So Nintendo might <laughs> want to be working on some original ideas now. I guess uh, yeah. Zelda, what was the Zelda game that was... 
early Wii U. Did that come to Wii U, or was that just Wii? Uh, Skyward Sword, right? That was, that was uh, Wii. Okay. okay. Yeah, it was not on Wii U. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm excited for this. Uh, I loved 3D World and 3D Land that was on 3DS, so I'm excited for it. Uh, I don't know if I'll buy it again because... <laughs> uh nintendo's game 60 dollars. they rarely go on sale so i don't know but if you do with all these games plus play mario kart tour and log on to their website you get a set of pins 12 <laughs> yeah. pins bro okay yeah let me i get those might pins. have done that i'm not saying i did or didn't i'm just saying i might have you uh, might have <laughs> okay all right uh moving on uh, Super Mario Brothers 35, I almost said 3D, uh, 35 uh, was announced, and it is apparently a PvP Mario game with 35 players coming October 1st. I'm not even sure, like, I guess this is coming off the uh, back of, what was that game that... Uh, Tetris 99? Yes, Tetris 99, uh, which, I mean, that's in, an interesting premise. I guess the idea of this, correct me if I'm wrong that you're all playing like the same level and like people are dying throughout the level and whoever's <laughs> left wins. Is that how it works? Um, you're not far off. Here's the thing. So Tetris 99 was how you competed against each other is when you cleared lines, it sent then a line of blocks um, that couldn't be moved at first until you uh, cleared it to oh. a random player. So, like, that's how the competition itself was. And that's, I guess, your punishment and your also success when it comes to, or reward, when it comes to clearing something. So, same thing with Mario. When you kill an enemy mm -hmm. in Mario 35, that enemy then will respawn randomly um, to somebody else's screen. And so, you're not just playing your atypical Mario level. Um, and then, imagine when it gets down to 10 players and they keep killing enemies and all that stuff. And you have, like... 20 turtles going down or something like that like it it could probably get really messy really quick hmm. yeah this sounds awesome like tetris 99 was a really cool uh idea i'm not a huge tetris player so i i enjoyed it for when it came out and like this is such a cool idea but this is like i'm going to be playing this for sure and it sounds like when how sean was explaining it is perfect it like sounds exactly what what i would enjoy um I, I, it sucks, as we'll, and as we'll go into for the uh, the collection, that it's a limited time sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it this looks like it'll be tons of fun to to play. Yeah. yeah. So Daniel, before you go further, I, I would say as far as like kind of our reaction with the conference, <laughs> one, it, it's just nice to see the appreciation of Mario. Yeah. Um, thank God it's not like a year of Luigi type thing where <laughs> we got just asinine games, but. <laughs> I would say these announcements were really cool. Obviously, one we're going to get into was just I am ecstatic for because I just mentioned it on last on the last show, too. Mm -hmm. um, but this whole timed stuff is really stupid on their part. Yeah. Um, Mario 35 is a couple other things in the collections are timed exclusive until the end of March. I, I just don't understand the reasoning behind that. Yeah, Tetris 99 is not timed. It's still a thing that you can play right now on Nintendo Switch Online. So why... Yeah. Maybe if this does well, they'll keep it, but why tell me that it's going to be a timed event? It, I don't know. It just kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, 
<clears throat> the one that I do understand that for is the one that's for the Switch Online collection, which is Mario All-Stars, because that's how they kind of describe that uh, Switch Online cl collection, like the SNES and stuff like that. They kind of describe that it would be like cycling in and out, but I don't understand why all these Switch games, they're saying, oh, you can play until <laughs> this point, or you can buy it until this point, and then after that, you can't buy it again. It's like, what? how does that benefit Nintendo? I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like you, you can no longer purchase it. This isn't like the Disney vault where you put things into the vault and it appears five That's years good later. Freaking representation you know, of it. You know, like you're not going to go back five years from now and say, Hey, I want to go play that Nintendo switch game that came out five years ago because there will probably be another console by then. Uh, well, so <laughs> it might, it might benefit them if they, discontinue the collection and then make each game separate and yes. put that on the store, which that is something is. that worries me. Yes. Well, the one uh, thing that's really odd is that uh, Roro, correct me if I'm wrong, have they ever removed any of the games yet from Nintendo Switch Online, either the NES or the SNES? I can't think of a one. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I, I never saw a news story about sure it, yet. nor does my possible different. Yeah, it's possible that, yeah, I've only seen things added. I've never seen... Anything Ooh. removed? It could be that a smaller title got removed, and I just didn't notice. But I haven't seen anything. Ooh, I don't. Yeah, know why it's I just weird that, that they would kind of give a hard date on this one. Mm -hmm. um, and Daniel, I mean, if you don't care, we'll just go right on to that. Yeah. It's just the simple fact of I Super Mario All Stars, and you and I always kind of go back and forth. You love Master Chief, but this is my greatest uh, ever compilation of games. Um, Simply because as a kid to have all four of these games, like especially Lost Levels, yeah. was amazing. Um, and so I, can't, exactly? I haven't played it yet. I'm what still games? working through Ghosts. But like, this is an insane collection to finally get. We never even got this on the eShop uh, for like Wii or Wii U or anything like that. So this is great that it's out. I'm just very salty about I have until the end of March to play this at the moment. Maybe I don't, but that's what it feels like. What games are included in Mario All-Stars? One, two, three, and Lost Levels. Okay. Gotcha. And Lost Levels is Super Mario Maker before that was a thing. Gotcha. <laughs> it's, an, it's, it's hard as hell. Roro, are you excited for Mario All-Stars? I am. I've been playing three uh, recently, and I've been enjoying my time with that um, until the collection comes out next week, the 3D All-Stars. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I hope it like you guys are saying, doesn't go away anytime soon. I don't, I still don't understand it, but uh, I'm enjoying it for while it's here. Yeah. I, for me, the, the most exciting one for me is, uh, is we can kind of lead into the, the next one here, the Super Mario 3D All-Stars, like you alluded to. That, to me, is the most exciting because it includes Mario, Super Mario 64 on Nintendo 64, uh, Su Super Mario Sunshine and Galaxy. Those games are widely regarded as very, very good uh, Mario games that kind of set the standard for uh, that kind of Mario game, that exploration style of Mario. And I but never. No Galaxy 2! <clears throat> Why no 2? Yeah, I never played the original Galaxy or Galaxy 2 because I didn't really play that much on the Wii. Uh, so I'm kind of excited just to go play Galaxy for the first time and like experience that because I know a lot of people really like Galaxy. Uh, and that that's coming September 18th, by the way. Um, yes. But Roro, are you as excited as I am for the 3D version? Oh, yes. I, I mean, yes. 
Very excited. I, I remember last week we were talking about when they're going to announce it and how each week we keep getting rumors like, oh, it's going to be this week, it's going to be this week. And literally, I think the day of or the day after they announced it, and I was like, no way. I can't, I can't believe it. But yeah, they, they announced it and it's coming next week, which is crazy. That is crazy. But uh, I'm super excited to play Sunshine again. It's I, I always say it's one of my favorite Mario games, but I've actually never finished it. I was a really young kid when I played it, but I just have super fond memories when I, I did. I know the controls are something that are have yeah. been argued about, <laughs> but uh, it's a game that I hold near and dear to my heart, so I'm very excited to replay that on the Switch and definitely want to dive back into Galaxy again. Super Mario 64 is obviously awesome, and I played that as well, but I'm really excited to play Sunshine. Yeah. I Maybe maybe this is asking a little too much, but the only thing I was disappointed about is uh, that they didn't do more with it. Like, you know, build these yeah. games like as a, a remake as opposed to just like porting it essentially to the Switch. Uh, like in the Mario Odyssey en- engine, I feel like, oh, that would be so cool to experience that all those games. I think then you're looking at $180 at that point. <laughs> I mean, this I would was pay a collection it. that to them was easy to get out. Yeah. They can sell it to you. Cause I mean, where you're talking about sunshine. That's the one I'm excited for. Cause I haven't played that since I was a kid either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking, I played galaxy probably within the last seven years. I played 64 more recently than that. Just cause when it got released on the DS, I played it on my 3ds. Oh, right, yeah. Um, but sunshine, like I remember being in love so much with that game, but you see videos and you're like, Oh yeah, I guess it was really sparse. Like there was a lot of open areas. Um, so I'm just curious how that feels in today's world, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not too disappointed with sunshine or, um galaxy i obviously am pissed that why isn't galaxy 2 included like that it just makes sense to me it was already ported to the wii u like you could have just put that into the same thing whatever yeah um (laughs) (laughs) but 64 i understand your point um daniel just nintendo knows we're gonna buy it that's why they did it which is fair and to be fair, also, a lot of games do this when they have, you know, the so-called remastered collections or whatever. They just kind of up them and port them to the current uh, system. Uh, don't really do a whole lot of work with it. So, uh, to be fair, that's traditionally what they do with collections. Even Master Chief Collection does that, except uh, it is a little bit different because they remastered Halo 2 in that, but um, the rest of the games are all as-is, so... Uh, yeah, and obviously 3D, as we know from 64 generation, does not age that well. I mean, yeah, to, for 64 to look like it does and honestly to still play like it does, I mean, that's still pretty good. Um, the one thing I will kind of... I know you said you never played Galaxy. That's I'm, I want to really play Sunshine, but the one I'm most interested in is actually Galaxy because of the motion controls. Um, how is that? Because they've already announced you can't play it on your Switch Lite. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Scary. <laughs> it's it's they in the trailer they said Joy-Con compatible, yeah. which like threw off me myself and a lot of other people meaning like, oh, it's compatible, which means is there other options or is this is the only way to play it? Because compatible kind of alludes to like you can play it this way, but maybe you can play with the pro controller, but hmm. I have a weird feeling in my stomach that I think you're gonna have to play with the Joy Cons uh 
especially that you can't can't even play with the light. So yeah. it feels like you might have to de- detach them and play like you would with a Wii, Wii remote. Now, yeah, so. supposedly there's going to be like button prompts and everything like that when they kind of clarify okay. things. But I did see something that where it said that it was not going to be on the Switch Lite, so, like not compatible. So, so can you not can you not uh, dock your Switch Lite and then connect uh, other no. Joy Cons to nope. it? Nope. Oh, it is only no. handheld. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't so, know that. So that's interesting. Like, if someone can you even buy the collection on Switch Lite, yeah. do you just not get that game? Uh, yeah. I, Yes. Yeah. I mean, That's I I I'll, I'll check just to make a hundred percent sure, but like, I I think you're right about that. It's just weird that. That's a thing. Like, yeah. I know that is true that you can't play. I've I've heard that, but mm. yeah, I'm starting to think about it more. It's like, wow, because I don't think you just... can play one two switch on the light, and that's all yeah. motion controls for oh. the most part. Like, yeah. So huh. I I don't know, and I I mean I I guess not to do this again, but. The stupidity of so you can get this collection physically <laughs> limited. There's a limited supply or digitally yeah. up through March, but then afterwards, the only way you can get them is individually. Hmm. So it's like they're still selling you those games, which okay, cool, but like they're gonna take the collection off. Uh, that's just yeah. again weird messaging, Nintendo. Yeah, it's pretty much standard Nintendo. They do weird stuff like this that don't make sense that doesn't make sense not doesn't i can't english that don't today. make no sense that don't make sense yeah that's why we're from kentucky uh you you oh, are from true. kentucky you were I from kentucky, kentucky for a few months though technically uh <laughs> moving My license on never said it yeah moving on uh our next story mario kart live home circuit has been announced uh, and it is an AR game, an alternate reality game with RC cars, like physical RC cars, coming October 16th. Honestly, this sounds interesting. I think the biggest problem is going to be, you know, as as awful as it sound is find friends to freaking play this with you. Because it, I think, Sean, you said you saw it on Best Buy or something. It was $100 for, I guess, the RC car in the game. So you got to get... Uh, it's a placeholder. They don't have okay. an actual price yet. It okay. is the placeholder that a pre-order. Okay. But you have to find multiple friends that buy this device as well and have a switch and then do it in your house is the idea sounds super cool and i think it's really interesting like having it you know a race take place inside your living room i think that's super cool but uh i don't know how practical it is i guess um or like if i bought a mario you bought a mario can they not race because in mario kart yeah you can't have the same character yeah so it's like, is that going to be a thing too? So it, I, I do agree with you. Very, very interesting. I love Nintendo's weird, quirky experiments with technology and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I just don't know who this is for because to me, that seems a very pricey entry point for a family. Yeah, that's fair. Roro, what are your thoughts? I thought it looked super cool. I agree with everything that both of you guys are saying with the price and I don't know who this is for. I, I think it is yeah. for like this holiday season, basically. Like you see this on the shelf, you buy that for your nephew or your your son or your daughter or whoever. I think this would make a really cool present. I know I would be all over this if I had kids. It, like that would give me a great excuse to steal it from them and play with it by myself. But <laughs> it, it looks like a really fun time for that age group. Um, again, I'm probably not going to pick it up. 
as you guys are saying, I'm not sure what the audience is. If that's just me, like a nice gift, but it, it's a really cool idea. As Sean was saying, I love their their weird stuff with their VR cardboard box thing, and that now this. Labo. It's just a very yeah, Labo, yeah. <laughs> it's just very Nintendo, and I I love them for it. So yeah. just I don't I, I don't know who's going to pick this up, but yeah, it, it looks cool. Yeah, you definitely can't discount their creativity. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> for sure. Moving on. Uh, so we thought that was the end of Nintendo's news, but then they dropped this on us like, I don't know, it was a few days later or something. Hyrule Warriors uh, Age of Calamity is coming November 20th, which is apparently a prequel to Breath of the Wild. Uh, obviously, I, I've, I think this is going to be s- like sort of a semi-sequel to Hyrule Warriors, I guess. Um, but it's going to be a prequel to Breath of the Wild in terms of story. Uh, I don't know. Hyrule Warriors never really interested me and never piqued my interest that much uh, when it came out. So I'm not sure if this will really do anything for me, so to speak. Uh, Roro, did you ever play Hyrule Warriors or is this piquing your interest? I, I mean, this piqued my interest. I never played Hyrule Warriors, though, but... After watching this, I kind of wanted to give it a try after seeing a lot of people on Twitter saying that, oh, it was actually a really good game. Yeah. Uh, I, I did want to take a look at it, maybe not buy it, but I, I did want to see what all the fuss was about because I haven't played, uh, what are they usually called, uh, Warriors games, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Do you remember uh, the... Mitsu or Mitsu games, something like that? Mitsu games, okay, yeah. I forget I forget what the... the <sighs> It's something Warriors. I don't. I don't remember what it was called. But yeah, Dynasty. Miso game is a Dynasty. Dynasty Warriors. Yes, yes. I haven't played any of those games before. But if I was to, I think Zelda would be the reason that I would. So I, this Age of Calamity uh, spinoff looks awesome. I think it looks really cool, and I think it's a really cool way to be able to tell the stories that aren't really shown uh, off in the the final game. So I feel like they could do this for a lot of different Zelda games if they wanted to. But uh, this looks cool. It's really cool. Really, the style looks awesome. I'm glad that they went with the the same Breath of the Wild style. And it looks really good. Yeah, I think I'm going to pick this up for sure. Nice. That Breath of the Wild art style is so good. Yeah, so good. good. Sean, what are your thoughts on that? Hyrule um, so I, I played a decent amount of Dynasty Warriors when I was younger. Um, hack and Slash. Uh story was never i couldn't tell you anything um <laughs> but they were they were good mindless fun um i did check out hyrule warriors on the wii u i mean it was cool to have those characters from zelda i guess um that was kind of more or less the selling point to me um so i i enjoyed that part um please ignore the 3ds version <laughs> i never played it but everyone knows that it was ungodly awful it kept crashing like and that's a that's a um, an SD drive game basically type thing. So that's really bad if that's crashing. It just could not handle the amount of enemies. Mm-hmm. But I, I really do think the Switch will. They even mentioned how this time around on the Hyrule Warriors, they are working closely with the development team of Breath of the Wild. So I think you're not only seeing that displayed in the graphics, but I think you're also going to just see that displayed in the gameplay itself too. Mm. Um, I love the fact that I'm going to get to play as Urbosa and Rivoli. Um, those are the two that I've wanted to play as. Uh, so I, I'm really excited about that. 
Um, and just it's, it'll be kind of cool if it is some sort of story that is comparable to Breath of the Wild as far as this is a good prequel to kind of let us know exactly how the all the calamity stuff happened before they all basically got frozen in time or died and that type of thing. Um, so I am going to purchase it. I, pro- I know that. I'm not a huge into these games, but that Breath of the Wild crap got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I may be interested uh, just for the sole sake of Breath of the Wild, just like what you guys said. So I love that game. <laughs> Phenomenal. Uh, moving on, guys. We have talked about many times in the past the uh, upgrades and, and whether they should be free or not for next gen. Uh, the Witcher 3 has apparently uh, been announced to have a next gen version for PS5 and Xbox Series X that is releasing this fall, I believe. And you will get a free upgrade if you already Uh-oh. own the game. That is definitely awesome. And especially with CD Projekt Red being so busy working on Cyberpunk and make sure, making sure that is all good to go. Uh, I'm excited to possibly get back into Witcher. I've barely played the the Witcher 3 on, on Xbox One, uh, but I've kind of had that problem with the Witcher series. I just I don't get that much into fantasy, so uh, I'm sure I'll get... I'm, I will probably get lost in Cyberpunk this fall, so... Uh, probably won't even have time for that uh Roro, what are your thoughts uh i'm the same as you where it comes to fantasy i don't really get too into too deep into those kind of worlds same and that goes for the witcher 3 i never got too deep into it but i feel like a lot most people have this game whether they finish it or not so it's really cool that we're just gonna be able to have it on the ps5 and maybe i'll get back get around to it especially where in a time where there won't, maybe won't be a lot of new games for us to try out. Maybe there'll be a dry period, and maybe you'll finally try out The Witcher 3. So it's it's cool to that they're doing this free upgrade. And yeah, like I said, I feel like a lot of people have The Witcher 3, so it's cool that they're doing this free upgrade. Yeah, I agree. Sean? Uh, As my sister joined me unexpectedly. Hi, Christine. Uh, I mean, cool. That's all I can really say. I, again, I, I would echo what Dan you were saying. Like, um, even if I'm not into cyberpunk, I know it's going to be the conversation and it's something that I really want to try. That's the game I'm excited to play on my next gen, not Witcher 3. I think Witcher 3 had its time, but still cool that people can get that chance to go back. I mean, it just it really does help again with game preservation, especially on a current system that's coming out. So, yeah. I agree. And this is a kind of another example of uh, a good upgrade system as opposed to NBA 2K and uh, others that have followed suit in charging for these upgrades. But boo control. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> moving on, Dirt 5 has been announced to have a delay for the second time to November 6th. Uh, this is kind of interesting before the new consoles got their release date, uh, today for Xbox series S and X, I thought that was going to possibly be the date for the consoles because, uh, they've had a tight marketing, uh, partnership with dirt five, uh, specifically, I think because Forza wasn't necessarily ready for this fall. So they had to have some kind of showcase, uh, car game. That's kind of a, you know, given for next gen, 
uh, to have a racing game ready to go. So uh, at first I thought that would be because of that, but then we got the date and I was like, all right, that's a different day. So that's not why, but uh, yeah, it's delayed. So I don't know how much you guys care about dirt or the dirt series, but it's delayed. I don't know. I mean, I was a big fan of Joe Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, let, yeah me ju- let me just say that that was perfect timing. My sister came in to my house. She had to pick up a laptop I was working on for her, but uh, she had no idea the podcast was going on. So she sees on my big screen TV your guys' faces because that's where I put the Discord so that I can have everything else on my main display. So she's just looking at my TV screen with Sean's face right up pressed against the camera and Roro right there as well. It's like, yeah, what's up, sis? You walked in on the podcast. Anyways. You just missed me so uh, much. That's why. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, Dirt 5's delayed. I'm sure you guys don't care. We'll move on. Uh, <laughs> moving on, uh, guys, I have exciting news. PlayStation five pre-orders start tomorrow. What? Yeah. For the no 24 carat gold edition. <laughs> so, okay. Well, that's very affordable. Yeah. For the low, low price of like, I think $8,000 or something, something crazy. You can pre-order a PlayStation five tomorrow, guys. Sounds great. <laughs> when I saw this, I was like, I just, I was lost for words. I was speechless, honestly. I was like, what is, what is this? It's like a third party site, right? It's not. Yes. Yeah. It's not even affiliated with uh, Sony at all. It's kind of like they're, they're just doing it, you know? I don't know. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know, the way that Sony could spite them announced that the PS5 cost $9,000. And there we go. <laughs> That's oh my God. That'd spite them. Oh, gosh, yeah. So I thought that was funny. I'd throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> moving on, guys. Uh, there has been some Kingdoms of Amalur re-reckoning reviews coming out. Uh, I don't know. I think we talked about this before. I don't think any of us have played the original. Uh, but I don't know that this game was necessarily... <sighs> I was excited to play it just because the original got pretty de- pretty good reviews. Like it was well regarded, but apparently the people reviewing it thus far have pretty much said, well, it was good in its time, but it kind of is that type of game that it doesn't really hold up to today's standards in terms of RPGs. So it sounds like maybe I may hold off on playing this, and especially since we don't even know like what's the future of this franchise even going to be if anything i don't know Roro would yeah it's never been something that interested me to check out personally yeah yeah i'm the same and and i i think you said it just as well uh but most people are are just saying yeah it was great for when it came out but what it did back then is so commonplace now it's just like why do we need this at this time? Obviously, it's great for the fans who want to be playing this, yeah. uh, making it look a bit better, I guess. But I feel like I've seen, I've heard that it's very close to what it was back then in terms of menu and uh, gameplay and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I, I It is going to be a while on if I pick it up, if, every, if ever. But uh, it, did, it was something that did interest me, honestly, after hearing like Greg Miller rave about it. I was like, oh, maybe I should 
check it out. But now I'm not, not too keen on trying it right now. Yeah, for sure. I agree uh, with everyone's remarks. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, have you guys seen the game called Canna? I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Canna Bridge of Spirits on PS5? Yes. I have not. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of new news that has dropped uh, from Game Informer. They've been doing a uh, kind of feature on this game. And actually... The more I see on this game, I, I'm sh- I'm not sure if you agree, Roro. I'm sure you do. The more I see on it, the freaking more excited I get of this game. Like, are you <laughs> as excited as I am for this game? Yeah. Ever since they were, they uh, announced it at that uh, PS5 showcase, I was like, this looks awesome. Like, it's beautiful. Um, there's a scene where every time that she lets out that burst of energy and the the world around her kind of is reborn or is revived i guess it's like how are they doing this so seamlessly like seeing the the dead trees i guess kind of come back to life it's so beautiful and i think uh i mentioned when we were talking about it that they are a team of animators so they're originally from like the animation industry pixar sort of stuff so they they know how to make some really impressive uh images and works of art so seeing that in gameplay form is going to be super fun and beautiful. So I'm, I'm excited to give this a shot on PS5. I think it's coming on the PS4 as well. Is it not? Uh, it may be. I don't, I don't, I don't remember to be honest with you. Uh, I just know okay. that, that they released a bunch of PS5 details for it, but maybe it is coming to PS4 as well. Nonetheless, it's it's obviously going to look a lot better on PS5. Everything that they've shown up has been for the PS5, so yeah, it yeah, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, all, with the details that it, they've been going into, uh, just to highlight a few of them, uh, apparently it takes two seconds to launch from the PlayStation Five operating system, so like the home screen, fresh launch, two seconds. That's insane to get right into the game. Uh, there's more lush and dense environments. There's over a hundred rot uh, car- creatures, which are just t- like tiny creatures in the game. Uh, and PlayStation Five can display all of them at the same time. Uh, it utilizes dual sense for like the bow and arrow and, and stuff like that. Uh, they do have voice acting that they confirmed for the main character Kana. Uh, rot uh, can also be found in the world, like almost like Toads and Paper Mario. People are comparing it to uh and yeah there's there's a lot of stuff with this photo mode might come later with an update or or patch uh at launch they're still working on that yeah that would be amazing (laughs) yes uh they said it does it's not going to cost 60 dollars, so it's not a full price game which that's good i I mean not every game is you know going to be that big 60 dollar purchases this might be like your ori will and the wisps types price like 20 30 bucks um huh. and they said well, it, and, and they said it can be finished in over a weekend basically just like a long weekend just okay. play this so definitely looks like a, a game that you can easily pick up and just go with it so very excited for that uh moving on guys outer worlds as we know here that was my game of the year last year. The Outer Worlds. Love that game. 
So much Fallout vibes. Absolutely love it. The first DLC is out today, guys. And I'm here podcasting with you guys instead of playing this. So Same. Yeah. Same. I feel special. Sean, you didn't you don't even like Fallout and you didn't like Outer Worlds because it's like Fallout. So Sean, shut yep. uh Roro, you definitely have to play this game. It is is such a good game. Uh, no, you missed it. We already called it. He's playing Ghost next. Him and I already talked about this. Uh, That's true. Whatever. That's true. I'm was, sorry. Was that while I was under my table trying to freaking fix my camera? <laughs> Which uh, you don't yes. know. Will hurt you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but apparently they also revealed that this is the first of two expansions. The second one is coming early 2021, which makes me even more excited to, I get more outer worlds in less than like six months. Uh, so yes, I'm very excited. More outer worlds. Uh, I love it. Roro. I'm going to have to convince you to get it. Uh, it's actually, I think it's on sale right now on Xbox $30. Oh, is it on game pass? Yeah. I- uh yeah it is on game pass actually also so you could play it on game pass yeah well maybe i will play it yes someday yes let's go all right uh (laughs) i've converted one uh moving on guys i will stop bothering you about that uh call of duty (laughs) black ops cold war got their multiplayer reveal today uh, I kind of added this last minute because I, I kind of forgot about it, but uh, the event happened today. It actually, it looks very, very interesting. Like the detail definitely looks insane for next gen. Uh, they showed it on running on a PlayStation 5 and it looks really good. Obviously, Call of Duty is kind of that plat- that uh, game that kind of got consoles getting used to the fact that they should run at 60 frames per second and now it seems like with this next gen version of call of duty um black ops cold war they're going to set the new standard at 120 frames per second as they've already announced that's going to be you know their new standard uh and the multiplayer looked very good they showed off a little tease of zombies at the end which as a zombies fan i love that Uh, and they kind of have a new multiplayer mode that I thought was fascinating also where they have, um, I believe it's 10 teams of four. So it's 40 people that are in a match that you have vehicles and like all kinds of stuff. It's basically like battlefield essentially at that point. Uh, but they have really unique maps for this game type as well where you have like a um, a naval battle, essentially, where you have boats and jet skis and all kinds of stuff like flying around or uh, dr- driving around in the water. And you have a big like shipping uh, container boat that is kind of the hub, essentially. Um, and that mode looked very, very interesting. Like they could ha- expand on that quite a bit. And obviously that's separate from Warzone, which is its own thing, uh, that they kind of talked about adding content to Warzone as well, which seems like that's going to be ongoing moving forward uh, for Call of Duty. So I'm I'm excited for this. Uh, I'll probably get it just because I always get the Call of Duty games and uh, mainly because I like the mult- or the uh, single-player stories. Uh, as stupid as that sounds, I they're usually dumb, fun single-player stories and... Sometimes I they surprise me, so I'm excited. Roro, I don't know. You have any thoughts on this or? Uh, I think I've said this before. Call of Duty never really, never really grabs me. Sometimes I try the campaign and just 
never see it through. The multiplayer looked crazy. Like the the trailer that we saw today, I thought looked beautiful in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, weird to say that about uh, killing people, but yeah, it looked it looked awesome. Like it looked cutscene worthy. Some of the, the 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 maps that we were seeing, like the reflections in I think Miami was one of the places. Yeah, and it's like. It looks crazy and 120 frames per second as you were talking about it. I never, I didn't hear about that, but I don't think I've even seen that yet. Like I've been playing 30 frames per second on consoles all the time. I play 60 frames per second on PC if I get it that high. I don't think I've even seen 120 frames per second yet. So mm-hmm. Call of Duty is already such a fast-paced multiplayer game for me. I could barely keep up, so I can't imagine <laughs> it being any faster. But uh, no, this looks really fun. I I'm excited to to see more. I might try it out. I don't I don't know, but uh, yeah, it, it, the multiplayer looks fun for sure. Awesome. I think I already know your answer to this, Sean. You're not interested, <laughs> are you? Uh no, not in Call of Duty. Yes, <laughs> All right, I just had to check. Uh, moving on, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 has gotten very positive reviews so far, the remake. Uh, and honestly, uh, if we just want to kind of move this into games we're playing here, uh, we'll just transition smoothly into that. I've been playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, and uh, I played about an maybe a little less than an hour of it, and I very much enjoyed it. It definitely gave me very good memories of a child playing the first two Tony Hawk games, and uh, it's, it just brings back so many memories, especially with the soundtrack. The soundtrack is original as well. I think they added songs to it also, but they have all of the original songs in there too which just makes it so much better because you hear those songs and you're like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm a kid again. It's I didn't it's think awesome. they got all of the originals back. I thought they did. I thought they announced right away. that I know there was the one that uh, is, like, the most popular. I, I'm terrible with names of songs, but uh, I was very excited and, and, you know, enjoying myself, and it was actually a really good remaster. It looks visually really good. It plays very well. Um, and it's kind of everything that I remember that was great about the originals doing all the freestyle moves and, uh, grinds and all that and combining them all together. And yeah, I love it so far. So I don't know you guys, uh, are you guys interested in picking this up or I know Sean is, but Roro. Yeah. I want to pick it up just for the music alone. Um, because obviously those are bands that I listen to. Mm. I mean, Suicide Machines, Melancholin, all them Bouncing Souls. Uh, I know that meant nothing to either one of you guys. Nothing. But <laughs> uh, I just have so many memories of that ge- of those two games, specifically two. Um, so I'm excited. Uh, that is my that is actually my next purchase after Ghosts is done. Uh, I can see myself picking this up uh, sometime in the future, not anytime soon um i did love the tony hawk games but i actually played a lot of the games on the game boy advance i forget which ones those were called i think they were like ports of like playstation games or something yeah i don't remember yeah i i I played those a lot when i was a kid but i i don't have a lot of experience with the, the console versions so it does look like a game that i would enjoy just some fun skateboarding mini games and grinding out some points it, it looks cool but I, I don't see myself picking it up anytime soon definitely like a on sale yeah pick it up sort of game 
Yeah. De- definitely buy Outer Worlds Roro over Tony Hawk's Pro Skate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't support again. this decision. I yeah. do not support this Sean, decision. Sean, you get off this podcast. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Roro, you want to talk about the games you are playing since I already talked about mine. Okay. So right now I am continuing my Avengers camp. Well, Avengers playthrough. I, I finished the campaign uh, over the last weekend. Um, and I think the campaign is fantastic. I love the story. Um, Miss Marvel is one of my favorite heroes, and this just confirmed that a little bit more, solidified that, I guess I should say, a bit more. She, Sandra Saad did a great job of portraying her, and I'm just excited to see where the future of this goes. Uh, I tweeted about this, actually, um, recently, where I said, I'm loving Marvel Avengers, but every time I see somebody say how bad it is, I completely agree with them. <laughs> because it's, it's like, there's so many... Like you play it and it's like, oh, this is going good. This is going good. And then lo and behold, it either crashes or something weird happens or you look at the item store and like, this is so money grubby. It's not even, it's not even hiding how much they want you to pay to, to get these items and stuff because the grind is unbelievably, it's going to take you years <laughs> to, to finish the end of these, uh, these passes. I think, I, I think the, at least for everybody. Yeah. And I can't imagine when the roster is full. I, I don't know. You're going to have to... I obviously, with games of services, you, you main a character, so it might not take so long. But if you're like me and you want to collect all these characters, you're going to have to fish out some money eventually if you want to have free time to do anything else. But um, I, I like the core loop of like jumping into missions and playing with your friends or solo. But there are some really weird choices and... like. It doesn't seem like they took a lot of, uh, like, they didn't look at the other games of services around them, like Destiny or or even the failed ones like Anthem and say, we shouldn't do that or we should do that. They just, it's a, it's a mishmash of good and bad. So like most games of services, I guess, but I, I hope that it does get better because as we we're talking about uh, before the show started that me and Sean are like, the roster could be such a cool Avengers sort of, moment uh that i would love to see in a game so i i hope that they stick the landing eventually yeah i agree i and i've heard great things like you said about the story so i yeah, i'm definitely great i'm definitely interested in this once it goes on sale i'll probably pick it up and That's that fine. is the price that well whatever it's sale price it goes on i can definitely recommend it but yeah. i can't recommend it right now yeah <laughs> i enjoy the but I, I can't recommend anybody buying it at full price for sure yeah and that's where my thought process is right now that's why i did not purchase it this weekend um just seeing some of the conversations around it online and reviewers that i trust i just it's a wait and see mentality for me which i to everyone's credit i mean that's how destiny built up such a fan base yeah it's, it's i love destiny perfect but they, they've worked out a lot of kinks, and maybe that's exactly what Crystal Dynamics will do, too. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Sean, you want to go into your games you're playing? Oh, Ghosts. Still Ghosts. Um, <laughs> I apologize, Daniel, because I know this was making your heart flutter earlier this year. Uh-oh. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to replace Ori oh. for Game of the Year. <laughs> um, that, this game is amazing. I am just having so much fun. The, the character and the story is actually really good, too. I know a lot of people aren't familiar with 
samurai and Japanese stuff, or maybe that's a little bit of a turnoff. I'm not knowing that language. Um, I'm actually playing it in Japanese with English subtitles in black and white. Um, and it's just amazing. It makes me feel like I'm watching like a 1930s movie of Japanese soldiers. Um, but it is so much fun. I, I cleared out, actually, I finally beat the first island um, where I literally did everything. Um, so I'm in Act 2 now, uh, and I can't say enough. I will keep playing that probably until I 100% it. All right, then. Uh, I, I do think that's very interesting how you can play that game so differently, like you said, with uh, Japanese voice characters and then English subtitles or, you know, vice versa or, or any combination. It's just so cool that you can customize it uh, to whatever the way you want to play it, you know? I, yeah, I really like the accessibility features, and maybe that's what this next generation will be because I feel like it's only been the tail end of this generation with games um what's that game that just came out by the makers of uh obsidian that i hated daniel grounded grounded yeah like the spider thing the arachnophobia like yeah just the accessibility i think i I don't think it's what this generation will be remembered for but i have a feeling that that might be a key thing coming up yeah i agree and that's always a good thing Mm -hmm. uh moving on to our topic of the show guys xbox series s is and that's an s as in sean uh is officially xbox series sex right yeah no (laughs) no uh (laughs) is officially a thing uh along with the x and they have been price dated and have pre-order dates but before we get into that uh assassin's creed valhalla guys this the release date was moved up one week in order to mo- to match the launch of Series X and Series S, which I thought was interesting. I briefly I talked to you about this before, Sean. Uh, that I think it's interesting that they moved the game up one week to precisely land when these consoles hit. And we already know they have a marketing a, a deal with Valhalla for Xbox, but. I'm kind of wondering if Microsoft is thinking bigger and thinking, what can we do to bring people day one to Xbox Series X, S and X in order to, you know, get people playing there because you don't have Halo Infinite. You don't have that big heavy hitter title. So what if they made Assassin's Creed Valhalla day one in Game Pass and that's why they moved the release date to the release day of Series S and X. If Microsoft said, hey, we don't have a big launch title, we need something to, you know, so to speak, be our flagship title in Game Pass on day one, and they, you know, essentially pay Ubisoft for however long month, you know, deal to go into Game Pass, I think that would be very interesting. I don't know if that's going to happen. I just think it's kind of weird that ubisoft would move valhalla up a week to that date i don't know what do you guys have you are insane you are insane if you think that's gonna happen with assassin's creed of all games no (laughs) i i i do not i mean i get it it's a pipe dream i wish you all the luck in the world daniel i really do um because now i do have game pass as well but no that's not happening yeah roro any thoughts on that Uh uh, I I think it was just uh, I don't know. I, I feel like they couldn't do much in a week. They saw that it's coming up on the tenth, so they just brought it up. I, I know it's been delayed before, right? As well. Yeah. So uh, I'm yeah. sure they they 
yeah, so they, they had the time they needed to fix it, I guess, or make it better. They saw that Xbox was coming out November 10th, and then they just, like you said, they had the marketing stuff with them. They just wanted to make it even more yeah. joined, I guess, to say. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I I hope it's on Game Pass. That would be awesome. But uh, I feel like it's just marketing. they saw the opportunity to do it, so they, they yeah. brought it up. I agree with you guys. I was just trying to throw out something <laughs> crazy. Like, I don't know. Just an idea. Beyond insane. Beyond uh, insane. <laughs> moving on. All right, guys. So Series S and X are launching November 10th for $299 and $499, respectively. So pre-orders are going live September 22nd. So just under two weeks now we have until we can pre-order these consoles how enticing is that 299 price for you guys? I know you guys are mainly uh, PlayStation slash Nintendo people. So how enticing is that 299 entry point for Series S? Uh, very enticing. Again, <laughs> not, day, not day one. Still not day one for me. Yeah. Um, but very awesome. I think this is super affordable, obviously. I, I know that they're doing these. Oh, we'll talk about that later. But uh, <laughs> uh, I think I think the price is is really cool. When I saw that price, I was kind of shocked. But Xbox has been making all these awesome moves for customers, so I wasn't too shocked. But uh, this is it's cool. I think it's a great price, and as I said, not a day one thing. But later down the line, I can see myself having both, especially at that price. Maybe have a a disc. Uh, PS5 and a digital Xbox Series X or S, sorry. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think the pricing for both consoles are is great. Sean, any I thoughts? Think, yeah. Um. So I would like to focus actually more on the X personally, um, where this makes me in my mind feel like the X is more affordable to get along with the PS5. Yeah. Um. I used to think it was going to be. And again, like no matter how much shit we all give each other, specifically Daniel, <laughs> or we all love games. I'm yeah, gonna yes. give him shit till the end, the day I die. But still love games. Yeah. Um. Maybe not. I don't mainline Halo, but still. Uh. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It just makes me feel like they're not competing price points anymore, as far as for the hardcore gamers. Um. It's more welcoming now to me to get both consoles at launch because if you really think about it you're not buying unless maybe a third party you're not really buying an xbox game ever again if you get game pass which is something i now own and i don't plan on getting rid of so right there i just my console is going to be five five hundred dollars plus tax and then i can focus on my the playstation 5 and then okay i know that's my primary gaming so what third parties do i want i'm obviously going to get assassin's creed with ps5 so I don't know. I think Xbox really just made a play for me as a gamer um, and and showing that price point that you can get both and be okay. Yeah. Uh, I just want to... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Roro. No, I just wanted to to commend Xbox for how they handled the leak so well over Twitter. I think they did a really good job just like, obviously, the day after they, uh, they confirmed it, but even when they confirmed it, they did a great job just like we're going to make it official and like just being very cute about it, I guess. And when it 
did initially get leaked. They posted like the the monkey puppet sort of <laughs> meme on there. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was really funny. But I think they did a great job, like not doing going too crazy about it, and just like, all right, here you go. This is the price. And then soon after, yeah, giving the Xbox X price. I think they handled it really well. And actually, Phil Spencer tweeted out today that apparently the reveal was actually supposed to take place next week, and oh, wow. they, yeah, they pushed it uh, up to today today for the major announcements today. But uh, yeah, uh, and obviously they announced S yesterday. But uh, it is very interesting that they pushed that up a whole week just you know for the yeah. console being leaked. So that that is cool. Uh, And I just want to point out here, before we move on to the next thing, uh, Sean, I didn't have time to dig into the archives before this episode started. I got something for you. Before the episode started, I didn't have time to dig into the archives, but I do recall a certain somebody, Daniel being the person, saying that Mm -hmm. the console (laughs) was going to cost $500. And I do remember Sean saying, there's no way it's going to be six hundred dollars. It's going to be this and this. And then I also said, I also said that Series S would be either three forty nine or two ninety nine. And look at that, Series uh, S two ninety nine. Do you think good old huh. Daniel also said they wouldn't launch the next Xbox without Halo? Because I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> okay. That's a little bit more unique situation, Sean. It doesn't. <laughs> Gosh. And if uh, if um, Sean was talking Canadian dollars, then he's right because I think it will be six hundred dollars here, It'll be five ninety nine over here. I never said yeah. you was. Yeah, and yeah. Actually, actually, that's actually something I wanted to talk about because actually the price in the EU and Canada are really good prices, uh, from what I. I've heard from my my Canadian and and European counterparts, the prices are actually a lot better than they have been because I think when the Xbox One originally launched, I think that it launched at $499 US dollars, $499 euros, and $499, uh, was it $499 Canadian? I think $499 Canadian. So like it was the same across all the board. I might be wrong in the Canadian part, but I I believe it's $499 euros, which that translates to a lot higher amount. Uh, so now the Series X is going to be f- uh, 449 euros, I believe, uh, which translates roughly to a little over $500 US. So definitely seems like the pricing is a lot, a lot more in line in terms of worldwide um, pricing, which is good. So I don't know. Uh, any, any other thoughts about pricing before we move on? Oh, wait a minute. There is some thoughts about pricing. We have another story about pricing. Let's just do that one next. Uh, There's a new payment method that is pay-as-you-go, which I think is very interesting. They kind of experimented with this for Xbox One. So uh, you can pay 24 months of $24.99 for the Series S or 24 months at $34.99 for the Series X. This is an insane deal because you also get Xbox game pass ultimate, which I'll go ahead and throw this in here as well. Now that also Xbox game pass ultimate also includes EA play now, which was formerly EA access, which allows you to play trials of games early. uh, And you get 10 hour trials of the full games of EA games, uh, which very awesome uh, things to be added to game Pass is already great value. Um, And, 
this this price is phenomenal because if you do the math of how much the console costs divided by 24 months and then you add the monthly cost of game pass which i believe is 15 dollars a month i think it comes out to be like 26 dollars or something for the s and like 35 or 36 dollars for the x so they're actually essentially giving you a console for paying over 24 months with no interest that's essentially what this is which is i mean that's great especially for families who can't necessarily afford to put down 500 dollars right at the you know at the time you're picking up a console i think this is a great great thing for for people uh families in particular that can't afford this and uh it gives them a, a way to still be a part of that story i guess um Roro, I think you were going to go into this before um before you saw it. Yeah, I was going to Yeah, I was going to talk about it a bit earlier, but not much more than what you had already said. Like I just think it's awesome. I think it's really cool that this is even an uh, option to do. Like you were saying for families that might not be able to put down the full 500 or 300 at Christmas time. This there's an option for them to be able to pick up a, a console for themselves or for their for their kids or a gift for someone. I, I think this is really awesome. And I think we were talking about it a little bit earlier, but I feel like everybody's playing their own sort of game now. It doesn't seem like everybody is competing. Xbox is doing what they think is working. 2013 was pretty bad how their E3 went when, and they've been trying to play catch up ever since. And I think they're just setting the tone now. This is what we're doing. We're for the gamers. All these awesome deals and you can play on your computer you could play on our xbox you could play anywhere eventually with xcloud so they're playing their own game nintendo's always been playing their own game since the wii and ps5 we still have to wait and see how they're going to be handling this generation but i think this is so cool i i love that this is even a thing yep agreed sean any thoughts on this yeah i mean it's not gonna be the way that i purchase it but as <laughs> I mean, far as affordability <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. just because I've, I've never been a rent-a-center model type person. I know too many people that, unfortunately, that's backfired. Um, but as I, I know they're a reputable company, so I don't see issues like that coming up. But still, a uh, really cool option for consumers to have. Yeah, agreed. Uh, moving on to our next story. Uh, we're almost there. Uh, <laughs> the specifications of the two consoles, Series S and Series X, they released a breakdown of all of them i thought it was very fascinating because essentially so what the what microsoft has done here is very similar to what they did with xbox one x uh compared to xbox one s and essentially this uses the same cpu as the series x uh it uses um it uses the same amount of memory required for the resolution you're playing at so to essentially put it this way, the Series S is for people who want to play 1440p or less, uh, the resolution. So if you are if you have a 1080p TV at home, you don't have a 4K TV, then Series S would do exactly the same thing that the Series X would do for you because you don't have that 4K TV, which I think is very fascinating because it's a significantly cheaper console. So if you're not in the market for a 4K TV or you don't care about it just yet, then the Series S is a perfect console for you. Uh, the RAM, it has less RAM. It has 10 gigs compared to 16 gigs, but 
the difference is is when you're streaming that content that isn't in 4k you don't have 4k resolution uh textures that you're transferring to your console it doesn't need as much ram so they've essentially catered this console specifically to be a 1440p machine uh, I think the biggest uh, the biggest sad thing about the S is that it only has a 500 gigabyte SSD <laughs> because that's going to fill up quick, uh, especially with the games nowadays. And hey guys, I, just, I apologize, Daniel. I have a hard out. I'm oh, sorry. I got to do a work thing. You're good. You're good. All right, guys. Take uh, it easy. All right. See ya. See ya. Um, but uh, <laughs> so, Roro, you're going to be a little messed up on the video now, but whatever. Uh, you're halfway in Sean and halfway in yours. I don't know. Oh boy. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, I think that's the biggest problem is the hard, the SSD being so small, but, uh, honestly, I don't think it's a huge deal because you also have that expansion slot that you can buy the one terabyte expansion card to put in the back as well. So you have that option and I guess they had to do that to keep the price down as well. Um, I just wonder how much that SSD terabyte uh, expansion card is going to cost because there's been rumors online of $220 for that thing. And I'm, yeah, I'm not sure if I buy that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I buy that. It's going to cost that much though, because uh, if you just think about it this way, Half of that terabyte card is 500 gigs. That's the difference between the X and the S's SSD. So, like, if you split that in half, 220, that'd be 110. I just can't wrap my head around. Uh, so, $110 of the $200 price difference is because of the SSD. I, I don't know that that's, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it is, and and I'm going to look <laughs> stupid, but uh, $220 for a terabyte SSD card. Gosh, that's expensive. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty used to deleting and reinstalling games on my current, (laughs) current uh, consoles. Yeah. Um, Always more room is always better, obviously, but uh, this isn't huge deal for for me. I know that people want to see all their games right then there. They want the convenience of that. And that's what an all digital console should be. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, not too, not too bad. I feel like the the differences in graphic stuff is is barely there at all. So you're getting pretty much the same sort of experience as you were saying yeah. as the X, uh, pretty pretty much. So I think yeah. it's great. Absolutely, absolutely. If you have a 1080p TV, don't buy an X because there's not <laughs> going to be a benefit for you. Uh, so. Uh, moving on, Roro, to our final news story. Gears Tactics is coming on launch day to Xbox Series S and X, which we kind of knew for a while that Gears Tactics was coming to Xbox. We just didn't know when. Uh, so it is coming on launch day, November 10th. Uh, so that does help them with their problem of first-party games at launch uh, a little bit. Uh, obviously that game isn't going to necessarily cater to everybody. Uh, it's a very, you know, specific type of game. It's an XCOM esque game. Uh, I will probably check it out when it comes out on series S and X. Um, I had, I think I previously said I would play on PC, uh, with game pass on there, but, uh, now that it's been announced for this, it might be something that I use to kind of check it out on launch day. I don't know. Always good to have one more game to the list 
Yeah. Especially when your list is small after Halo Infinite right. delayed. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I think that covers everything. Do you, do you know of anything else that, uh, that uh, you wanted to talk about that we didn't cover with Series S or X? Um, no, I think we covered everything. Cool. All right. Uh, thank you to everyone uh, joining us both live on YouTube and on podcast services everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thank you, Roro. Thank you, Sean, who is no longer with us. I am Daniel, and this has been Podcast PXN, and we are out. Much love, and keep on gaming. See ya.